Hello everyone, home is where the heart is. The heartful interaction between parents and their children sets the foundation for the people our children will turn out to be. Home is a show where we will be exploring on how parents can navigate the realities of raising our future leaders. My name is Eva Christodoulou and I'm with the research and development team here in Leaderonomics. Welcome home. Today we're going to be talking about the ways that uh, children absorb information and learn as much as possible. And we're talking about how do they absorb knowledge, but also attitudes and how do we instill different character traits in them. And uh, to do that, we have here with us Ms. Jayanti Narayanasamy, an experienced early educator, early childhood educator, and child psychologist and lecturer. Ms. Jayanti, welcome to the show. Thank you, Eva. Uh, Ms. Jayanti, is there uh, a way that uh, children learn that is different from the way that adults learn? Yes, children, I think learning is fun. So. It has to be meaningful, where else for the adults, there is a purpose why we want to learn and there's a process. And along with it, uh, how we want to analyze, we want to research. So there's a continual process of learning. All right. Um, There's a lot of talk about different learning styles. People talk about how different people learn in different ways than than other people. Uh, They prefer different ways, but also certain ways seem to be a lot more effective for some people than other people. Um, How how does that work exactly? Okay, uh, sometimes you can talk about uh, children like they have eight intelligence, okay? Uh, Children like different approaches and they have certain frequency. Some you can teach them in a very direct context. Some would like it in the form of, you know, in, the, in music, hands-on. They would like objects. They would like to use their five senses. So each child is an individual. So learning is something, it, 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 it comes for everyone, but it, in the process takes a longer time. Some is faster, some is slow. Right. Is that um, inherited? Of course, uh, Genes is part of it, okay? okay? We right. talk about nature and nurture, okay? Mm, yes. So with nature, the environment plays another important uh, aspects of it, how they could enhance and get engaged. Right. So um, h- how do we make sure that we know what the learning style, that what the ideal learning style for our child is as a parent? Okay, we would see, see, as parents, we would see their strength and weakness, of course, uh, working hand in hand with the educators. And from there, one can, you know, uh, place the child what her strength and needs are. And according to it, we can do many things which would be approachable for the child. Things like which is pleasurable, then a child would learn better. Okay, then forcing something down. Even though something where she needs it's a very subjective form, I think explaining to the child and connecting and getting the child to engage and looking into the sensitivity where the child is put into the process. So um, could you give us an example, perhaps something that you uh, had to uh, deal with before uh, in your time as an educator? Okay, some children can't sit, put, and do an activity. Okay. They like to move around. Sure. Okay? So what, how do you handle those children? So those children are not... Uh, so that you, you can have you know, activities where it is with music, with lyrics, and words which you want to teach. Like say in terms of phonic sound, pronunciation. Along with it, there is a dance. You can use cards. You can use visuals. So all this would help the child. Sure. Okay, and the child feels contented and you can see that the concentration span is good. 
And um, we can't always um, make sure that we follow the right learning style for every child because we we do hope that they can actually gather and absorb information from a variety of different contexts. So one, of course, is school, where they have to uh, be in a classroom with a lot of other students, and therefore the approach might not be that much customized to their own specific learning style, but it could be in other forms as well, perhaps observing something in a, in a, uh, during a walk in the park. Um, so you don't really have the opportunity to customize the the way that you deliver the information all the time. How do we make sure that our child still absorbs information, even though the learning style may not be the appropriate one for them? Okay, we, when they have say, when children are young, of course, all these approaches are being applied. Yes. As they grow older, you see, when opportunity is given, children would be able to understand. The most important thing is what you are teaching the child should understand. All right. If the child is able to understand, you can apply to the child. If you feel the child doesn't, then you got to put in extra effort. Okay, automatically they will come in par with the other children because we we'll also look into younger children, okay, their milestones. As they go through their milestone, maturation is another aspect which we look into. Third is their readiness. Okay, so with putting all this perspective together, I think the child would be ready. Of course, each child is an individual. They may vary one, one from the other. Okay, we're going to take a very short break right now and uh, stay with us. We'll be back and we'll talk about whether there are any differences in the way that we should be teaching, uh, let's say, toddlers and then uh, primary school children and teenagers, perhaps. Ever wondered what leadership is all about? Is it developed over time or are people just born with it? We believe there is a science behind leadership and we want to help you understand it. Take this journey with us as we hear from renowned leaders from all over the world over our range of shows tackling key spaces in different industries today. Leadernomics, the science of building leaders. Welcome back. So Ms. Jayanti, how would you differentiate the way different uh, uh, children of different ages learn? So let's say babies, toddlers, uh, primary school children, teenagers. Is there a differentiation? There is some difference in, in terms of their age. Okay, When you talk about babies and toddlers, uh, we of course use the yardstick as the milestone. Okay, Each okay. child uh, develops at different space of time. And most of the time they use their five senses. And uh, like babies, for example, uh, they know seriation. Nobody taught them. Like say, when the mother comes in, the baby is able to smell. Okay. okay. Uh, that the mother is in. And then next, she's going to make milk. It's like a time clock. The child knows it's time for to have its uh, feeding time. And then the mother puts in the scoop of the milk powder and then she shakes it, she brings it to the baby. You just see the baby, the baby's lips will be moving. So, you see, that's seriation of uh, what has gone through. And also they use, that's the five senses. When you talk about toddlers, the 3E plays a very important role that okay. they explore. They are, they've got a curious mind. They want to know. So they explore. Okay. Next is they experiment on it. And the third is to experience it. Like say, for example, you may give him a toy car. Some would pay, play it as a toy car. Some may want to dismantle and find out how does the toy car move. Okay. Yes. Reality, when they see a car moving, they will say, I know this. That is from their experience. Okay. Right. So children learn better and it's meaningful. 
But when you talk about uh, children going to regular school, they are already ready because they are already equipped with all these tools. So learning becomes a, a purpose. Right. So they are able to gear in. But again, the difference of, uh, of uh, their strength and weakness. Right. Uh, this is where parents have to play a part to look out, observe, see how you can engage them, areas where they need help. When we go to, uh, like say, uh, college and further on, that's where they are able to, the, again, learning becomes a purpose and a need. Then they analyze, even the younger children, they analyze, but here is a more uh, proper order of uh, analyzing and research. And learning is lifelong. So um, I suppose it's it, it seems at least to be a lot easier for children to absorb so much much earlier on in their uh, in their life. So maybe uh, uh, babies, toddlers, just because the speed of actually um, learning all these new skills or knowledge is a lot faster, or at least it's a lot more visible. Uh, is is that true? Is it's it very does it slow down uh, <laughs> after a certain point, or or does it just take a different form that is not very visible? I suppose it is. Learning at a younger age <laughs> is much faster because when a child uh, attains age four, he's almost half an adult. Okay, right. in terms of vocabulary, in terms of understanding, okay. he knows his basic rights, okay, uh, his needs. And uh, as we grow older, actually, our learning slows down a bit. Okay. okay, in terms of even pronunciation, a young child, you give a bombastic word, the child is able to pronounce it with so clear uh, annotation and, and uh, the phonic sounds in the right proportions and things like that. We take some time. Yes. Okay, so that's the difference. Oh, why is that actually? Okay, they, are, they have a very vibrant mind at that time. Okay. okay, that's the reason at the early stage, the fundamental age, they're so alert. And we adults have to be so careful in what we do. Their observation, their engaging uh, is so crucial at that period. So they imitate. Whatever we do, they imitate. So if you pronounce it wrongly, the child picks up that. So, so I suppose um, <laughs> that makes it a, a slightly bigger challenge when we come to primary school and then teenage years to make sure that everything that we do try to teach our children uh, seems a lot more interesting, seems a lot more uh, um, needed by them. Uh, otherwise, we might kind of lose them and they might not really be that interested. And that's why we see some kind of detachment. It's a linkage, mm. okay, from okay. one uh, stage to another. That's the reason you've got to make it interesting. At the same time, you've got to observe, engage, and also get their point of view so that you know what is the missing link. Right. Okay, because a child could have been very young, very active, very vibrant, and then slowly you see that he sets back at certain area. So you got to interject and find out what's that, uh, you know, why that pace is there, and how can you make it uh, creative, or uh, that's where you bring in about critical thinking, and and so many approaches can be applied. How how do we do that for teenagers specifically? Because okay. that's the age where. Uh, there's a whole identity crisis and like the whole detachment from the parents and all that. So how do we make sure that we, uh, we are able to, to give the knowledge that we want and it seems interesting to them? Okay, this is where collaboration takes place. Okay? Mm -hmm. They have to be in groups. Uh, 
because uh, and they can be in peers they can also be in mixed group so okay. better understanding but there are challenges which they have to meet okay. and they open up brainstorming they able to open up so that they can see that the perception changes from one to another okay. how do you accept how do you negotiate how do you uh, able to you know go forward from one stage to another so life becomes a little more tough reality okay mm -hmm. uh, so that uh, they are able to engage and move on meaningfully right um and uh, it's probably thought of to be a lot easier to pass on information so um you know maths and languages and different facts about i don't know science or history and all that rather than uh, building character um it's it's done probably intuitively but it's probably seen as something much harder to pass on so how how different is it and how do we instill character how do you teach the right kind of character values? see character is something which comes from very young Okay, yes. because their behavior, there are some we accept behavior and unacceptable behaviors should be done at an early age. Okay. Okay, and at appropriate time so that children understand culture plays an important role. Okay, that will actually bind a lot of things. And uh, this, when this is practiced, it has to be practiced at home. At the same time, you, one should be versatile when they are out with the other ethnic groups. Okay, mm -hmm. able to accept and uh, able to jive along with them. Sure. Okay? So that would uh, be a, a very interesting point for them to continue. What would you advise parents to do in order to facilitate their child's learning? Just a, a, a general uh, piece of advice that you would give, um, whether it's character or whether it's just passing on information and knowledge. What do they really, really need to be careful <laughs> and uh, sort of in tune with? I think parents have to be uh, work along with the child, mm. be part of what they are doing, okay. and so that it becomes interesting. Pause when and listen to what they have to say. Uh, sometimes I know one cannot accept it, but it is good to listen so that they they feel that uh, they have an uh, uh, it's a meaningful relationship, and right. it's a meaningful learning. And step in when you feel that you need to correct them and give them good reason. And when you praise them, be focused in what you're praising, okay? Give them uh, what they call reinforcement, positive reinforcement. And the other thing, motivate when they need to be motivated. Right. Okay? And I think give them also space so that they learn, they, they can make mistakes and they, they learn from it. Give them opportunity, trial and error. So all right. this would be something which is a, a good um, working with parents as well as with children. And it's a better understanding. It is not that, you know, uh, you only go for achievement. If a child is unable to achieve, find out why. Maybe her interests are in some other areas and how you could help this. So it I all boils down to uh, being present, uh, observing uh, quite a bit and uh, really customizing. So even if you have two, three children, it doesn't mean that you have the same kind of uh, um, approach in teaching them different things as well, because every child might be slightly different or they might be needing a different push in different uh, 
different places. Okay, when let's say for example, that's a very good question because when you have say three kids and or four children, for example, how do you handle all the four? I think depending on the age group, okay, their needs and time to spend varies, and sometimes it is good to keep them all together and be part of it so that they understand the strength and the weakness, why we take a certain thing a longer time, and make them as a team so that they can work out with each other, help out each other. That approach is good because once they go out to the society, they are able to do that collaboration. All right. Um, any final thoughts, Ms. Jayanti? I think uh, we should listen to children. Many of us always want mm-hmm. what the adult want children yes. to do. So sometimes I think it's good to listen to them, find out their needs, their wants, and their difficulties. Right. And I think uh, with that kind of a pace, one would have a better understanding. Well, thank you very much for coming in today and uh, and for sharing with us. Thank you, Eva. Have a good day. You've been listening to Leadernomics FM, the science of building leaders.